You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So, Chris, you have a third dog now? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Uh, So, Tara wanted a French bulldog, so we got one. I got it as an anniversary gift for An anniversary. She's like, look, the only way you're getting laid is if I get something really cool. Yeah. Are you kidding? I know you get laid. She's just, you come home and she's lying on the bed. She's in her pajamas. She's totally, you know, half asleep. And you just, you just drop that comp check on her. You're like, yeah, you just let that check hit her. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And sploosh. I would be, I would be getting killed if I didn't get my commission checks. Cause I work so much. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not worth it. And then you'd be working with me at the fantasy shop. I mean, at the miniature market, at the whatever. You'd be working at the game at store. whatever comic book store Whatever game at. store I'm at this month. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you have a third dog. You have a French bulldog. Yeah. Who is, okay, he's cute as shit. Um, as in, like, they're so ugly, they're cute. Uh, right. I, I've seen many an attractive turd. Yeah, yeah. Cute as shit. Yes. He's cute as shit. I mean, he's got corn sticking out of him and everything. He actually does. Stop <laughs> it. I had to wipe his ass the other day. That's uh, how... I've had to wipe my dog's ass, too. Yeah, this dog. Okay, so we talked about this briefly off air. So we have two beautiful huskies that are agile. They're so fast. They can kill things. Like, they w- they're ideal creatures. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call bullshit on this because your dogs are so neurotic. Mm-hmm. They're so filled with anxiety. I don't I don't think that they're these majestic creatures that you paint them out to be. You take them to the dog park. They're different animals. And they're like, oh, wow, this is nice. And Tara calls it their zoomies. They got to get their zoomies out. And they dart all around the dog park. Mm-hmm. And if they see a squirrel, they kill it, which is magical. So we have these beautiful hunter dogs that can kill things. And they'd be better off without us. Like... They they have zero need for a human in their life. They'd be fine. Then we have this French bulldog that is essentially completely handicapped in every way, shape, and form. It's like having an eight-month-old baby. He's stupid. He runs into things. Like, he rubs his face on everything, puts everything in his mouth. <laughs> it's like being married to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's so dumb. And, uh, like... I like this stupid dog so much. And like, I see him and I'm like, let me pet your stupid face. Yeah. He's adorable. I pet his stupid face and he like licks my hand. He licked my hand for seven minutes straight. Yep. I've been there. He's just like, does it like your feet? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, this is delicious. And the other dogs are like, Chris, fuck you. I'll be, I'll be downstairs in my, uh, in my man space, my man cave, whatever you want to call it. And I'll be, you know, tank, I'll be painting miniatures or building something or dicking around on the computer or whatever. And my dog will come downstairs and just start fighting with my feet. He'll just start biting on them and licking on them and trying to, you know, get me to wrestle with him. So I'm trying to do something and I'm fighting with him with my feet underneath the table. Playing footsies with him? Yeah. I try to get this dog to do fighting. 
Yeah. I call it fighting. You want to do fighting? <laughs> and he won't do fighting. Yeah. He's like, no, because it's not how it's pronounced. Yeah. You retard. Yeah. He's like, you call me stupid and I have a stupid face and you can't even say fighting. <laughs> okay. As soon as we take him outside <laughs> and put him in the grass, the first thing he does, he takes his front paws, puts them behind him keeps his ass up in the air and drags his face on the ground no oh, adorable it's super cute but uh, he'll, adorable he'll do that the entire time you're outside you're like you should pee and he's like i'll just rub my face in this dirt i just love the taste of freedom <laughs> so how so I, I have two questions one how did the third dog come about so because you already have two yeah she, that she, are that are mentally ill that are like d- this damaged dogs i mean like i think you should put them down yeah no yeah. definitely i'm working on it i haven't fed them in weeks yeah. um kidding people uh no they're they're actually doing a lot better uh tara works with them very very well so they're coming up to us now they'll come to us when we call new people are still satan as far as they're concerned right. and they hate they don't like the kids Mostly because as soon as the kids see that they're, like, somewhere that they are cornered, they're like, oh, my God, and they jump in the dog's face, and they start, like, petting them, and they, they charge the dog's face first. I'm like, this dog thinks you're going to bite them. Yeah. You realize And that. the thing is, is that, you know, your dog's going to bite your kid, and it's not going to be your dog's fault. Yeah, no, we we mitigate that as much as possible. And I tell the kids, I'm like, you realize that you're asking that dog to rip your face off. And they're like, no. Yeah, I say this as someone who has a scar on my head, a scar running down the middle of my nose, and a scar on my chin from dog bites. Yeah, I have one on the side of my face from yeah. being a baby that got bit in the face by a yeah. dog because I was some little stupid, basically French bulldog that got right in its face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny. So Aurora, the dog that is mean to him, okay, so when we take him to the dog park, she will do this thing where she'll act like she's going to play with him. And then as soon as he gets riled up, she'll bite him on the back, jump over him. Like, there's no way he could ever catch her. Yeah. Not in a million years. She's You know, because she's basically a gazelle and he's a fat gerbil. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly what it's like. And But she's like a carnivorous gazelle. Okay, so imagine a gazelle that ate other animals. And she'll bite him on the back and make him lay down. And then as soon as he tries to get up, she'll do it again. And she'll actually, like, growl at him and stuff. And I'm like, quit being a prick. Like, you're being a cunt to a little friend. We haven't even named him yet. Like, I think his name is Dart. After the... Uh, D'Artagnan. Yeah. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was like, he looks like a little Demogorgon. Yeah. With his giant ears flapped up in the air. Love that stupid dog. He's funny. So, how... Okay, my second... So, you didn't tell me the story. You didn't answer my first question. Okay, so... About how did the dog come about? So, uh, anniversary gift. So, Tara and I decided... So, you're, so you're going you're gonna to get some Poonanny, and yeah. she's like, I need you to buy me a dog. No, and you're like, anything for that pussy. She didn't. I will buy you a dog if I can get up in them guts, if so, I can throw one of my hot loads and base the inside of your womb. Yes. Yeah. No. So, she basically had been talking like she's wanted one for months, and I'm like, you know what? We have the money. Um... I'll make it happen. And she thought I had been working on it and thinking about it for weeks. And I'm like, we, I want to get the dog before we move. Uh, that way we get anything out of the way as far as him being an asshole goes before we get into a new house and he destroys the new house. So we'll do that. I find one. I find one that's very reasonably priced because those are 
it, those dogs are like twenty four hundred bucks. No, you don't. No. Yeah, it's absolutely asinine. No. Up to like five grand. No. People are like, you get your French bulldog. It's five thousand dollars. I'm like, no. fuck that. No. Fuck that. No. No. I'll go. I'll go to the pound and I'll get a mutt rescue, and they'll give me thirteen dollars and a fucking Snickers. Right. Right. So, um, I find one that's reasonably priced. It's two or it's four hours away. It's in the middle of Missouri, and that's less than four hours away no okay it was four hours away wherever that is in missouri that's at one of our borders okay well it felt like you a could, lifetime. i mean in in four hours i could be in indianapolis yeah. so I, I i actually don't think that you know how time or distance work no not really okay. um it was four hours away it was in the middle of nowhere on some puppy mill which I didn't know when we got it. Mm. Uh, we show up and it's this like rundown shack. And then there's dogs and all these like kennels all around the place. And I'm like, all right, this place is fucked up. And the dude's waiting for us outside with the dog. He didn't want us to like see the facility. So I'm like, oh, okay, you're a bastard. Yeah. It's a uh, quality human being you're dealing, you're dealing with. Yeah. Well, he had all this paperwork waiting for us and all kinds of stuff like that. Like bill of sale and stuff. I'm like, I'm not buying a fucking car, bro. Um, Everything's just there waiting. Dog's there. He didn't want us to really see anything. Get him, exchange money, get our paperwork, sign what we need to sign, start start back. But so we planned a trip to Mark Twain Lake, and uh, we had to take the other two dogs with us. When we were about 30 or 40 minutes away, we found out that the cabin that we're staying in doesn't allow pets. And I'm like, shit Tara's, so now, Tara's freaking out so now now it's gone from the dog story to the the anniversary vacation from hell story yes so it's all it's all one and the same so we had planned because i told her i'm like hey we're gonna go pick up this dog for you and she's like what we are that's cool i can't believe you're doing that this is so like she's like you're being so impulsive and i was like no i was like i've been thinking about you get, this and you got a blowy right there in the car no um so we find out that and i'm like we can hide the dogs no big deal we bring their crates get out there she was freaking out i'm like it's fine it's fine we go to rent a boat the next morning so it's we get there at 11 o'clock at night it's late and we get settled in get the crates in get the dogs in feed the dogs let them go outside do their business go to bed wake up the next morning i get up at like 6 a.m. because my internal clock says, Chris, you need to wake up now. And I'm like, all right, I'll take the dogs out. So I take the dogs out. There's a little pond right next to our cabin begging to be fished. I see fish jumping out of it and shit. I'm like, cool. So I get the dogs inside, start fishing, realize that I'm locked out. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I fish for probably 45 minutes. And uh, break in because Tara was still sleeping. Get inside. The dogs shit everywhere. Everywhere. I uh, We had to get them new food on the way out there because they were out of food at home. We stopped at some Walmart on the way out there. They didn't have the dog food that we regularly get. So we had to get something that was a similar similar formula because our dogs have sensitive stomachs. Right. And uh, right because they because they're genetically inferior. They're damaged fucking dogs. Who you know, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to say that I'm like a, a canine eugenicist. I'm simply saying that your your dogs are damaged goods. No, they're pieces of shit. 
so I get in. They've shit everywhere. And I'm like, fuck. I spend about an hour getting everything cleaned up. Everything looks fine, picture perfect, just like when we came. It's Except for the odor of a shit. There was no no shit odor. Mm, uh, you're not a dog. They, other dogs could smell that other shit. Dogs My could. dog could find that shit. I'm sure he could, but people couldn't. And that's all that mattered to me. So I get it cleaned up. Everything looks great. It's sanitized. I'm like, all right. It's 8 o'clock at this point. I'm like, I'm going to lay down for a little bit. 8 o'clock a.m. in the morning? A.m. in the morning. So I sleep, wake up. It's like 10 o'clock. And Tara and I are going to go rent a boat, spend the day out on the lake. So we go to the boat rental place. And they're like, you can't have a boat because y'all got them dogs no, in they, here. They, we called and they were like, no, we're pet friendly. Bring your dogs. Totally cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so I go to start filling out paperwork and the girl's like, oh, you weren't born in what year were you born? I was like 89. And she's like, okay, where's your boating license? And I'm like, my what? She's like, your boating license. And I'm like, dude, come on. This is real life. <laughs> I'm not driving a goddamn barge or the Titanic. Yeah. Like, this isn't that serious. I've driven a boat before. And she's like, yeah, you got to have a boating license or be born in 1984 or before that. And I'm like, okay, so because I'm not 32, I can't do this. And she's like, exactly. <laughs> Good on her. While... While I'm having this conversation with her, my phone rings, and it's our cabin. And they're like, hey, we have a problem. And I'm like, uh, what's that? And they're like, well, we have a strict no pets policy. And I'm like, the pets are with us. How the fuck do they know? Now, before we left, we put the dog's crates in the master suite and put the do not disturb sign up, thinking they will not go in there. Well, we thought wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they definitely went in there, saw the crates. They were like, you guys can't do this. So we're getting kicked out of there, finding out we can't rent a boat. And I'm like, all right. We got to eat some food real fast, go back, get our shit, and decide if we're going to stay at another place or if we're just going to go get this other dog. And she's like, well, let's just go get the other dog. And I'm like, all right. Go pick up the other dog, show up at the puppy mill, not knowing it's a puppy mill. And I'm like, all right, we got to get the fuck out of here. Get our dog, start the four-hour trek home. Dogs are all cool. Everything's golden. Everything's fine. But I'm like, I need to tell somebody about this puppy mill. Now, there's some guy that I work with who is this very avid animal rights activist. Uh, yeah, like my, my wife, for example, would be very upset that you got a dog from a puppy mill. Well, I was already there, and I had hundreds of dollars in my hand. I was leaving with this fucking dog. And he was better off with me than he was at the puppy. Oh, you don't have to explain yourself to me. You have to explain yourself to the animal rights nuts. So I tell the guy at work, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is a puppy mill and you should do your animal rights thing to it. And he's like, he's like, all right, you know, I'll take care of it. Haven't heard anything since then about the puppy mill, but it was just weird. Uh, Get home. The dog has decided that he doesn't really pee outside. What the fuck? So, as soon as we, like, I'll take him outside. I'll watch him pee. Okay? I didn't think he was peeing, but he does. As soon as one of the other dogs finishes peeing, he goes to exactly where they peed. And, and pees. pees on their spot. Sure. Yeah. They're both girls, so I don't know what territory he's asserting himself over, but whatever. So, as soon as he comes inside... He's got like two spots right next to corners, and he's like, "This is I'm gonna pee here." He doesn't hike his leg; he gets real low, 
real long. Like he's sneaking it. Yeah, and then he's like, hmm. And I keep catching him. I'm like, fucking quit, jerk. And he's like, oh, Chris, I didn't know you were fucking watching me. I still have my leash on. He's, <laughs> he's so stupid. So you hit him. I mean, how hard did you hit him? Oh, dude, I punched him into the ground. No. Uh, <laughs> People I, are good. That's I know they're freaking out. No. <laughs> I yell at him. I'm like, hey, stop it. He hears me yelling hey at him. And I'm like, hey, you stop that. And he's like, fuck you. So then I like grab him and I run to the door with him, you know, and I'm like, you do this outside. <laughs> like every idiot person that has a dog. Yeah. Uh, he naturally stops as soon as I come near him. Right. Yeah. He's like, no, pinching it off. So I'll take him outside, clean up inside. And then two minutes later. He'll go back to it, and he's like, oh, hey, it's that spot that I didn't finish before. And I'm like, man, fuck you, buster. <laughs> he's a prick. Oh, uh, glorious. Absolutely glorious. But, yeah, so it turned into the little vacation from hell. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's, that's what happened with that. Uh, but we were going to talk about anniversaries this episode. Yeah. So um, you recently did an anniversary trip as well. Did I? Didn't you? I mean, I did a trip for my birthday. My, oh, my I, thought, I thought it was like anniversary. No, my wife is very big on trips. No, no, no. Our most recent anniversary was our 27-year. We've been together for 27-year anniversary, and we uh, didn't do anything. How many of those have you been married for? Mm, we got married in 2001. So, so 18. Yeah, 18 of them. Yeah. Okay. When is your anniversary? My marriage anniversary is October 13th. So you guys celebrate your getting together anniversary? No, we don't. Not anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, not since we got married. Gotcha, gotcha. Because we celebrated the getting together anniversary and like we've got, you know, some commemorative picture of it. Yeah. Uh, but we don't celebrate that anymore we say something to each other we're like, yeah, we're like hey can you believe that we've been together yeah it's so romantic we're so stupid yeah and then uh now it's like all right well we're married now so we have to celebrate this one yeah no for sure we did we did the same thing that once we got married the marriage the wedding anniversary became the becomes the anniversary well, i mean the, the paperwork one i think is the important one right. every Agreed. idiot's in a relationship yeah touche uh but no the, the paper one that's the scary one yeah so but yeah we uh so my wife is very keen on going on going on trips whether it's for my birthday she wants to do a birthday trip or she wants to do an anniversary trip, which I'm 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 totally fine with. The, the challenge for me is, of course, having adequate time off of work. But, um, yeah, for my birthday this year, she took me to Hotlanta. She's been to Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, and so I could go to the uh, the Institute of Puppetry Arts, oh, yeah. ba basically the Jim Henson Museum, and it was uh, we had a blast. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a blast. I have to say that. You know, we've been pretty fortunate. You know, I think probably the worst vacation that we have had um, or the most challenging vacation that we've had was on my 40th birthday when she took me to California and we were on the beach and my back went out. And that makes me sound like an old man, but whatever. But fuck, it sucked. But that was like at the tail end of the vacation. So it, you know, ended up not being so bad. She plans all your vacations? Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so they know. can't go wrong. Yeah, no. Yeah, I planned this. So, uh, 
Yeah, it was absolutely going to go wrong. Because she's like, you don't think to look at, like, if they accept pets or not? I'm like, no, man, why the fuck would I think that? Yeah. It's the silly shit that, no, I would never think that. I'm- and, and and you don't think about those things because she's not killed. Yeah. No one, no one has killed you or killed the children or taken over the home. Those are your concerns. No, absolutely. Like, if, if there was somebody that I thought was trying to take over the home, I'd be like, all right, well, the death is going to befall them. Yeah. Oh, somebody is going after our children. I will kill them. No, and I, I, I don't know why it is, but no, it's true. I just don't think about that stuff. Like, I don't think about, hey, let's take a trip to this place or let's take a trip to that place. Now, for her 40th birthday, I did do a reasonable amount of planning for our trip to Canada. Okay. So I took her to Nova Scotia for her, for her 40th birthday. Um, but I, of course, started planning that a while ahead and then and she of course that just let me know hey this is the thing that i would like to do and it's like okay great let's plan a trip and you know i'll look into airfare and you know she's like oh i want to stay at this bed and breakfast i'm like okay well we'll stay at this bed and breakfast and that sort of thing but mostly the trips that we do or i'll mention oh wouldn't it be cool to go do this thing and then surprise we're going to go do this thing yeah she takes care of it and it's perfect yeah i can't do that yeah uh I can I can barely plan a good date. Like the last great date that we had was fuck it's been a year ago now and I took her out, got us a hotel, we did dinner, went to a really cool bar and then went back to our hotel and hung out. Um and it was just that was that was all very seamless. I did a good job with that one, but there was nothing to think I didn't have to worry about dogs. I just needed to find somebody that was safe to watch my children, which was my mother. Right. I'm like, she can't fuck this up because I'm alive. Right. You know? <laughs> so we get all that worked out. Like, that was easy. And I'm like, man, this is going to be just like that. All I got to do is find my mom to yeah. watch my children. So she watched my children. Super easy. Like, no big deal. Now, I asked her like three days before we were going. I had been planning to go for a couple of weeks. So there, there I learned a lesson. I'm like, I should ask you sooner but my mom was like oh of course no yeah. big deal what if she had said no yeah. yeah if she had said no i'd have been like fucking struggling a little bit there but your your apartment complex has a dumpster yeah i mean um, you know it's I, big enough for your two kids your two kids are small yeah they're, they're not huge and yeah. i could definitely set up a pop-up tent out in like the common area yeah. in the back um for them i just don't trust them well and i'm pretty sure that soon infanticide will be a legal thing they're not infants technically, but you know, whatever. Yeah, no, they're they're old enough. They know how to make a PBJ. So I guess you know, I guess for our anniversary in two thousand and seventeen, we went to Las Vegas for our anniversary, which was a, a really good time. Did a you lot of fun. That one? No, no, she did. Of course, okay, she played yeah. that one. Yeah, that's why we didn't go to the gun range and strip club. Yeah, no, she's she's far greater at that. Yeah, I mean, I would have gone to slits and clips. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we're gonna fire our guns at hookers. Yeah, um, mags and hags. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I, I'm just not good at that at all. I yeah. should never plan a trip. You know, but here's the here's the interesting thing though is that I I think that you could be good at that, but you don't put forth the effort to be good at that. I mean, I I have not encountered anything that you've not been good at if you've put forth effort well i tried to put forth effort but it's one of those things you don't know what you don't know Mm -hmm. so there's all these things that i don't even think that i should have to ask i'm like this is just the world that i live in Mm -hmm. is that what we're doing here rumsfeld is the the known unknowns and the known unknowns and the unknown unknowns i mean that's the world that i live in (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, I know that if I do this, can, this will happen. You can make tens of dollars selling cars, but you can't check to see, hey, is it cool if I bring my fucking exactly. dogs to this exactly. cabin? <laughs> to sell a car, all you got to do is get somebody to fall in love with you. That's easy. Yeah. To, I, to book a cabin, like I had to call. Or first, uh, I had to find one that I was okay staying at. Then I had to call them and book it and pay them money. And I thought that was it. So I'm like, there's like two steps in this, not the one where I just yeah. make someone fall in love with me. Yeah. And I didn't try to make them fall in love with me after we got in trouble. I was like, well, what do we need to do? And they're mm-hmm. like, and it was a lady that worked there. And she's like, well, I already called a place down the street. They take pets and they've got vacancies. So you can go there. Oh, that was so sweet of her. Very sweet of her. She's like, but. I am going to charge you a fee because you had pets here. Yeah, and your pet shit everywhere, and I can smell it. And you she think that smell it. you think smell it. you think that you were sly and that you covered it up and you disinfected everything, but this place reeks of anxiety dog shit. It reeked of anxiety, probably not dog shit. Yeah, anxiety I, dog I, I shit. I took care of the dog. Anxiety shit. dog shit. Yeah, that's fuck what it reeks. You, yeah. <laughs> you'd like to fuck me. Yeah, you sissy. Uh, <laughs> so can you say that anymore? I. You know I don't think you can. I do. I, I don't think it. you can say that. It, it, so, yeah, I, oh my God. So recently I'm hanging out with new friends, okay? Because we were talking about friends and I like made friends with some new people. I'm hanging out and my group of friends that I always hang out with is as holish as they are. I know there are certain things that they just won't say. I don't hang out with people that say racy things. Right. Um, ever. Like, that's not it's not something I'm okay with. I don't want yeah. my kids around it. No, for sure. Uh, so we don't... I'm hanging out with these people, and somebody in this group said something racist. And I was like, whoa, I don't need to be here. Yeah. Um, and you try to start looking for your exit at that point, and uh, you're like, what the, f- what the fuck just happened? Like, it... I felt very out of place. So I'm I'm talking to Cody today and I'm telling him about it and he's like, "Oh fuck." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, it was fucked up." And one of our coworkers is there. He's a black dude. Uh and I'm like, "I'm I'm sure you've been around something like this before." He's like, "Oh yeah." And he's like, "Dude, he's like I've absolutely been somewhere and somebody said some stupid shit like that." He's like, "And I grew up around a pretty diverse group of people too." Uh so it fucking weirded me out and i'm like yeah i was like i thought it was fucked and he's like dude that's fucked so we you know we're all having this conversation about it and uh i was like this is interesting this is very interesting because we we definitely we all of us there at work joke around about racy shit but it's never it's never in bad spirit like, you won't say something awful to somebody. Like, I'll make fun of myself for being a white guy and not being able to dance. Mm-hmm. Or I'll talk about them. Like, if you go to a white people wedding, they're playing Journey. Oh, yeah. No, it's 100%. amazing. Um, and I'm like, I'm explaining this to one of my black coworkers. And she's like, are you shitting me? They played this song. Yeah. And I was like, at every white. Don't stop. That's, Believing. that's the song. That's the song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, halfway there. Oh. oh. Yeah, so I'm explaining, and she's like, why would they play this at a wedding? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, but they do. Because Journey, okay, Journey is white people ambrosia. It is. I, I guess I haven't t- told the story on the mics. So my f- my wife has a very good friend named Ashley. Ashley is black, 
Ashley refers to me as her white husband. That I mean, Ashley and I are close. She, she's amazing. So she's at a mixed race wedding and black people are on the dance floor and they're dancing and they're doing their thing and they're having a great time. Um, and then that song comes on and all the black people are like, that didn't make any sense. And they vacate the dance floor. And then immediately white people from all over white people who were not invited to the wedding are there dancing. are on the dance floor dancing singing along to that song They're chanting it like it's some tribal Be- thing. because it is auditory ambrosia for white people that's so fucking funny though so you know we'll have conversations like that think nothing of it nobody right. does we all just think it's funny it's goofy oh i sure. don't know that about white people yeah uh, i had a black woman ask me one time what's a dush bag that's I'm, hysterical. I'm like, what's a douchebag? She's like, yeah. And so we had to explain it to her. But that's fucking hysterical. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that was a random thought that crossed my head yeah. just now. Um, but it, I guess, like, I, I, I don't know. That was weird. Weird thought to bring in. Yeah, the show. I, don't, I don't. I don't. I guess I don't. I don't get it. Like, I, I have. I, I have never. I guess I, I just don't I, – I know these people exist, and I'm not saying that, oh, look how great I am because I don't hang out with these people. But I truly don't know people who are legitimately racist or legitimately sexist. Like I don't know anybody who actually thinks that one race or gender are superior to another. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't know them. Well, no, it's, it's, it's one of the – I can't fathom – being in a place where it's like, oh, I was born like this, so I'm better. Right. Like, I, I don't know. It was, like I said, odd side thought, I suppose, to be inserting here, especially since we're talking about anniversaries. But uh, I guess. Oh, it makes perfect sense because on my 15th wedding anniversary, I realized I was better. I realized that men were superior to women. I couldn't plan anything, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I couldn't plan anything, but I could tell that I was the superior of, of the two. I could go out and make more money because I was willing to work longer hours. Yeah. No, my wife makes more money than I do yeah. by like a significant amount. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. But she it, could do way better than me. Yeah. 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 I, I said something along the lines of that to Tara today. I was like, you know. No, Tara couldn't do better than you. I was like, you know. But memory could do better than me. You and memory should get together. Yeah. There you go. That would be so weird. Yeah. You're like 43, right? What's up? She is 43. It's a true yeah. statement. Yeah. And she can't get pregnant. And I have kids. She does. There's just nothing in No, she there. fucking hates kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. It just no, you'd have work. to sell. You'd have it to sell the kids. Yeah, no. You and Tara sure. would have to raise the kids. No. No, because Tara and I would kill each other. Oh, no, you for sure would. Yeah, we would, because we would have like... similar. Yeah, no, it would be be (laughs) horrible. There would be 12 minutes a month that we got along, and the rest of it would be hell for both of us. Yeah. (laughs) We'd be stabbing each other. (laughs) Well, no, so I was talking to uh, Bruce at work. It was yesterday or today. Yeah. And uh, him and his girlfriend came over last Saturday, his fiance, and... uh, they hung out with me and Sean White for a little bit. We played some Mario Party. Tara was out with one of the girls from work. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the guy who was supposed to come and be on the mics with us? Yeah. I thought he was dead to you. Yeah, oh, he was. And then he was like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. He's not sorry. He's a no, fucking liar. He He's had, a fucking he, liar. He had, some, he had some stuff going Whatever. on. Whatever. Don't, don't, I don't, you know what? I don't believe his personal stuff. Yeah, I know me neither. It's a very vague. He's a cunt. Very, um, very so vague. 
I, I wasn't going to put his business out there, but he had some stuff going on in his personal life. Yeah, sure he did. And uh, so. Sure, his, his fucking dick pills didn't come Tara, in. It was an issue. <laughs> I got it. Tara gets home and meets him, meets his girlfriend. Bruce and I are talking about work and shit yeah. like that. And uh, Tara and his girlfriend are chatting a little bit. Um, his girlfriend's young. She's young. And uh, she's. She's like three years younger than Tara, which Tara's three years, three and a half years younger than me. I couldn't date somebody that was three years younger than her. So my hat's off to my boy, Bruce. How um, old's Bruce? 33. And Bruce got that Skrilla. That's oh, what he yeah. is. That fucking, that young pussy's oh, like, hey, yeah. let well, me get that Bruce. You know what's funny? is yeah, Mike, you she, might have the gayest name in the history of gay names, Lance. But <laughs> She chased him around, too. Mm-hmm. She, she He goes, she tried for a year to get to get together with me and i kept telling her no 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 yeah. he's like and then finally i caved and i'm like oh good job and now yeah, cause he, he saw he saw those fucking those news yeah she sent them fucking snatch chats yeah i think he was afraid that she now he's like i can't lose you oh man. i can't do better i mean that's basically what all of us dudes do no no that's that's ridiculous okay bruce if you're listening to me if she pursued you with with 12 months worth of desperation, something is wrong with her. You can do better. Ooh. No. So, uh, you know, we all hang out a little bit and we're chatting and stuff. And uh, like the next day at work, I'm talking to Bruce. And I was like, yeah, Tara was being weird. Um, this was, you know, a few days later. I'm like, yeah, Tara was being weird. She was like worried that I was going to ditch her because I was at work all the time. And he's like, He's like, why the fuck would she think that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, after she had tear, I was like, she definitely got like a little bit insecure about like her looks and stuff like that. And he's like, Tara's hot. What's wrong with her? And I was like, well, she's a crazy person, but I love yeah, her. No, she's, she's insane. She, uh, is, she actually is damaged. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. She's, 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 I mean, she's not as bad as your dogs. I mean, your dogs need to be euthanized. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, I can't, I had to come home and tell her about that. I'm like, you know, Bruce said you were hot. And she was like, "Thanks. That's that's all she needs sometimes." I don't I don't comment on my friends, significant others like that in that fashion. I try to be careful about it. Like I'll yeah. be like, if if we all go out and she looked nice or something, I'll be like, "Oh, she looked really nice," something like that. But I won't go as far as to be like, "Your girl's hot." Yeah. But I could tell that he wasn't being malicious or yeah, evil he wasn't trying to fuck like her. That. Sure. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Shit, Cody. Cody's been like, we would hit that. Because we were all getting ready to go to a work Christmas function together, and she's trying to find something to wear, and she was freaking out. And uh, she's like, guys, should I wear this one? And I'm like, yeah, you look beautiful. And Cody goes, Tara, we would hit that. <laughs> we, the two of you. Yeah, yeah me Together, you'd be fucking Eiffel Towering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it funny because she's like, that was so sweet. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but sometimes it's it's nice for them to get that outside validation yeah you look look pretty and shit i love when i get it so you know i know she does but anniversaries um (laughs) but anniversaries so have you have you ever had like a an anniversary where you guys were just like at odds with one another or you maybe forgot about it altogether no in in my relationship my wife is the one who is far more likely to forget about our anniversary than i am you care more. 
No, it's because I have in most scenarios what we would consider girl brain and she has in most scenarios what we would consider boy brain. Explain. Uh, I mean, she she views the relationship in most scenarios like a man does. And I view the relationship in most scenarios like a woman would. Okay. Um, we have absolutely run into the day after. Uh, this is obviously before we were married, but like the day after our anniversary being like, oh, shit. Yeah. We forgot. Both of us did. Hmm. Like we'd get all caught up in life and like we talked about it a week or two before. We were like, oh, we should do something together. Yeah, yeah, love you. Blah, blah, blah. So why why do anniversaries matter? So I guess because we are the fragile, um, cursed by time individuals or beings that we are, we have to basically celebrate the fact that of this little bit of time that we get, we've spent this great amount of time together. Well, but, 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 but are we really, I mean, does it... Does it do we really need to mark that though? I mean, if we're if we're together and we're loving and respectful and we're partners, why do we need to on an annual basis celebrate the fact that we're still together? I think it's taking the time just to appreciate the fact that you're still together. Mm. See, I I think that it is I think that it is it's I think it's a facade. I think it's a way to convince ourselves that we're still happy and, you know, to have a reason that we have not killed the other person. Oh, shut up. This is coming from the one with girl brain. That's like, babe, our anniversary is coming. Yeah. It's almost here. Now, first of all, I'd shut up. What's the plan that you're going to make for us? (laughs) I do not (laughs) talk like that. Second of all, I, I do not say, oh, our anniversary is almost here. But I'm like, hey, you know, it's our anniversary. You want to go out for dinner, which we do a lot. Yeah. A lot of times. And of course, my wife is the one that picks the restaurant and makes the, uh, makes the reservation. But <laughs> she's and, better at it than and, you are. And pays usually. So, boy, I'm a fucking, I, I'm the you worst. shitty husband. <laughs> I am the worst. Yeah. yeah. She picks the place, makes the reservation, pays for it. I just kind of show up and eat the foods. You know what I do? You know what I do? You know what I do? Fuck you, Chris. Here, I, I kill the spiders. I mow the lawn. I take care of groceries. I, 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 God damn it. I contribute financially right. yeah, no, to absolutely, this house. Absolutely. You fuck you totally off. Do. You fuck <laughs> off. Uh, I don't have a girlfriend on the side. No, I mean, that's, that's a win. That's a win. Well, it's funny. So <clears throat> we got a car in at work today and it was a, uh, Dodge Charger Daytona. So it's this fun 500 horsepower car. This guy traded it in for a uh, BMW that we had on the lot and like straight up trade for trade. Uh, he actually, we had to pay him. So his trade was worth 35,000. Uh, the car that he got was priced at 22. So our car was the cheapest one on the planet. Um, and he knew that and didn't haggle on price or anything. He just wanted a fair price for his car. We gave him all the money for his car and uh why did you trade it in if it was so valuable it's because he wanted something that was a little more practical so he got a bmw um 
No, I mean, that his car was horrible on gas. The car has 500 horsepower, so it literally pisses oil everywhere. Wow. It's like, oh, here's your gasoline. <laughs> Stupid fuck. <laughs> and uh, one of the bosses was talking about maybe buying it. So we're all ta- trying to talk him into it. Half the guys there have ridiculous cars with 700 horsepower and all kinds of shit like that. And uh, they're $70,000 cars. And we're trying to talk this guy into buying this car. And he's got a Buick Regal or something like that that gets 30-plus miles a gallon. It's a nice little car. And we're all trying to talk him into it. And we're like, do you need to call your wife and ask her? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, no, fuck that. I make all the money. She stays at home and raises my kids. And I was like, do, do you need to call her and tell her that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> he was, should. He was like, I don't need to call her and tell her that. And I'm like, well, so are you going to ask to buy the car? He's like, no, I don't actually need that car. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you already asked. I know what happened here. Because <laughs> what happened is he already called and said, hon, can I get this car? And she was like, don't be fucking stupid. No, you can't get that car. But, okay. I mean, and that's that's a major life purchase. And it makes sense that he would not buy that car without her. Thank you. It makes sense that he would not buy that car without consulting her. But I will tell you this. The the best advice I can give anybody about their relationship is a separate, separate bank, bank account. Accounts. You have to have that. Well, So in this particular relationship, his wife does stay at home with the kids. He's the one that goes out and works all day and stuff like that to bring home the bacon. So it makes sense that they have a joint bank account because she's not got an income of her own. Well, maybe she should get a fucking job and don't tell me I'm a mom. It's the hardest job in the world. It it, it is the worst thing ever. I don't know why you would ever bring children into this world. Being a mother is is fucking horrible. But fucking actually being the stay at home mom. Fuck that. But so, and, and I, I don't know. I'm conflicted on this. I really am because it is it it is absolutely a shitty thing for you to make a major financial decision like that without your spouse's input. It's fucking shitty. You should not do it. So we have we have a really interesting dynamic in our relationship. And when it comes to the money or financial planning, like, I'm the one that's primarily responsible for figuring that part out. So if, like, we're going to get a new vehicle, because I'm in the business, one, I, I'm supposed to pick out the vehicle. And then I'm supposed to okay it with her. And then we decide if, you know, the payments or whatever are going to work for us. But for the most part, she's like, you know, you do what you want here. And if I decided one day that I wanted a new car, like, after after we move, I told her, I was like, look, after we move, I want to get a cool car. I've never had a cool car in my life. I want something that's, like, fun to drive and stuff like that. She's like, you know what? That's cool. Do it. Get whatever you want. No issues. You don't need a pussy magnet. It's not about a pussy magnet. It's about, don't, don't, it's about something to goof off in. Don't don't lie to me, Chris. I'm not. You, 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 you goof off is, is code. Yeah. Code for fucking something that's fast that I can kill myself in. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. You yeah. should totally get. I'm going to. No, I won't be around much longer after that. <laughs> Shut up. Well, no. So I was talking. I was talking to one of the guys at work about it, 
and because uh, he's got some cool car, and we got like the car that I really really want is a Nissan GTR. The retail price on that car is a hundred thousand dollars. What the fuck? I cannot buy one brand new. No. I would have to buy a used one. And I would still be coming out of pocket like 50 G's. Okay. So first of all, used makes it sound like some sort of sagging a whore. That car's pre-owned, Chris. Yeah. Well, I'm going to call it what it is. It's used. Yeah, it's pre-owned. Yeah. Somebody else drove it. Yeah, they did. So I'm getting their leftovers. (laughs) I'm getting their fucking leftovers. That filthy whore of a car. Their sloppy seconds. And I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, But we got one in. It was a pre-owned, as you would like to say. And I'm like, dude, I would love to have this car. And he's like, fucking buy it, dude. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, just fucking buy it. And I'm like, dude, I have kids and blah, blah, blah. He goes, listen, I have kids too. He's like, I get what you're saying. He's like, have you ever owned a cool car before? And I was like, no. I was like, I've always made sure that the bills were taken care of, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, what you're telling me is that for the rest of your life, you're not going to allow yourself to have a cool car because all this other stuff. He's like, you can afford it. He's like, you can make it work. That sounds like some car salesman psychology bullshit. No, I mean, is that like? It sounds like no. He no. He he took he took car lot foo and he fooed you. No, so no, no. He flipped listen, you for real. Listen, listen. So he has a cool car, a cool truck, and another cool car. He doesn't make any more money than I do. And he's like, dude. He's like, right? Do you have kids? It. Yeah, he's got kids, a house, like. The whole nine, he's like, you can absolutely do it. He's like, you just fucking have to do it. And I was like, yeah, I've actually never had a cool car before. I would like to have a cool car. Something I've been kicking around for a while. I'll do that after we buy our house. And he's like, why do you got to wait till after you buy the house? I'm like, I don't want new debt before then. Yeah, no, amen, man. Especially a colossal amount of debt. Yeah. Like that. And I'm like, well, like, you're how old? You're 29 years old and you have this ridiculously expensive car unnecessarily. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds great. I'm not buying a hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah, No, I'm buying it used. So I'll get it for far less than that. Yeah. And it'll be manageable. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. But then I'm like, I want a Bronco too. No, here's Chris. Okay. Here's the thing. Your life is over. What you need to do is buy a minivan. I've had one. And start tucking your dick. I already did that. <laughs> I wore girl pants for years. Did you? Oh, well, I knew you wore girl pants for and years. And we drove a minivan for years. You did not. I swear to you, it was a Ford Freestar. Okay, listen, Chris. Look, I I get that you're doing a bit for the show, but seriously. you real need to, No, just we don't. Drew, Tara and I went to the strip club in it one night. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you did. We did. It was mm-hmm. funny as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know so, what we've yeah. never done, Chris? Had a you've never taken me to the strip. We've never had a minivan. You know what you've ever <laughs> heard? You know, if, I've told you the whole thing, the shocker, you know, two for the pink and one for the stink. Yes. And then the minivan, two for the front, five for the back. Yeah. <laughs> No, we actually, we need to make a strip club. Yeah, we do. And you have all the money. You make way more money than I do. Well, yeah, I mean, we just, can do it in the next you, couple yeah. of weeks. Why don't we do it on like the 15th of next month? Oh, uh, sure. I'm down. All right. Are you? Sure, whatever. I'm going to, I will be handsomely rewarded for my efforts of the past month. So we can absolutely go then. I know we can, we can snort cocaine. Do you think strippers would do cocaine with me? I don't know. I don't even, I, I know where to buy cocaine because- I know. Sweet, let's do this. But I won't buy cocaine. Okay, but I will. You just all you gotta do is hook me up with the guy. I, I mean, so okay, funny story. Funny, funny story. Um 
at the last dealership that I was at, we had this guy that was 60 years old working there as a sales rep. Um, the guy was, he seemed slow, st- like not just because he couldn't work the computers because he was old, but because it seemed like he wasn't all the way there. One of the other guys went out with him one night, and a couple of the other guys, I guess, and he's like, I need to get some cocaine. So one of the guys in the group is like, I'll get you cocaine right now. And the guy's like, seriously? He's like, yeah, I'll go buy it and come right back with it. Give me money. So the guy gives him money. He goes and gets cocaine for this dude, gives it to him. The guy fucking misses his car payment. What? Gets his car repoed within the next 30 days. What? Because he was buying cocaine. Wow, cocaine. Isn't that hysterical? That is hysterical. What an idiot. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was fucking hysterical. Yeah, see, my wife makes enough money. I think I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. Do it, pussy. <laughs> Uh, I love how you call my bluff. No, so I got a, I got a call from my uncle today, and he was just kind of talking about life a little bit, and we were chatting, and uh, he's like, "Dude, he's like, I'm gonna make thirty five thousand dollars this year," and I'm like, "That's you're like living below the poverty line." No, he's not. I mean, he he is considering his living situation. That's that's not below the poverty line, though. It I mean, is. I don't I don't have my Google machine in front of me, but I I call bullshit. Thirty five grand for you know one person it's is not, not it's not one person though. How many people is it? There's three kids that live there. Oh it's, shit! It's below the poverty and line. And an adult woman who's pregnant with his baby. She's not pregnant with a baby. Huh? Different uncle. Oh so wow! His this uncle's girlfriend has uh, three kids. They're basically adult kids at this point. Right. But there's three kids living in the house. How many different baby daddies? Just one. No, oh, okay. So, all right. So, he's no, she was yeah. with the same guy for years. Yeah, no, okay. Great. Perfect. Um, they split up because that guy, I guess, was a jerk or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh. What does she do? I don't I, I don't know. Does she bring income to the home? Yeah, a little bit. Not much. It's, yeah. it's, it's so together. What about their adult children? The adult children bring income to the house. One of them. Okay. Out of three. So how much? So okay. He brings home right. two. He he contributes two hundred dollars a month for rent, car insurance, cell phone. That's that. That's not. That's a not lot. Dick. No. Um. Yeah. No. That's twenty four hundred dollars ba- a year. Basically, that's nothing. Her income is just because I was talking to my uncle about it. Her income is just enough to pay her bills. Hmm. His income is basically just enough to pay some of the household expenses and his bills. There's nothing there to save or anything like that. Right. So. I'm like, you, you can't, like, you're living impoverished right now. Like, that's, why are you doing that? And he's like, well, I, you know, I can't quit my job. And I'm like, you can find a better job. Right. I'm like, fucking come sell cars. Yeah. No, that's actually, you you beat me to it. But, I'm like, why doesn't he come sell cars well, with you? I told him. And he's like, dude, I don't know if I want to work the hours. I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm like, did you go to college? He's like, no. I'm like, okay. So. Well, welcome, welcome to this is your this is your option what what i explained to him is i was like so you made zero time sacrifice to say i am worth sixty thousand dollars a year working nine to five and he's like well yeah and i'm like okay so your sacrifice is now with a 50 hour work week 60 hour work week and he's like i guess i'm like okay i'm like do you want to make thirty five thousand dollars every year for the rest of your life and not be able to retire ever and he's like well no i'm like okay so fucking just come do this and uh he's like 
I got to talk to her about it. And I'm like, what's there to talk about? I'm like, there's, there's, there's zero to talk about. Honey, do you want to have more income coming into the household? Yeah. All right. Right. But, but there is something to talk about. Because in your relationship, when you're going to make a a a, a change, a, a dramatic change like that, a change of employment, you discuss it with your spouse because, yes, of course, she wants more income coming into the house, but she is also going to be sacrificing time spent with him. She's going to be sacrificing the quality of of time that she gets to spend with him, that little bit of time that she has is going to be impacted adversely because of how stressful he, his job is. So yeah, you, you discuss that and you decide, is this a sacrifice that we are both willing to make so that I can have extra income? One of the things that they do is they'll talk about wanting to travel and stuff. There's no way in hell that they could ever travel. No, they can't afford. I mean, I can only afford to travel because my my wife. Well, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well. Yeah, I don't know know why she's married to me. She should divorce me. I mean, no, I get it. Your charisma level is about 7,000. No, stop it. That's why she's married to you. I'm going to donkey punch her anus. Yeah, I'm going to tongue punch her dirt star. I'm going to give a cat in a bathtub. What's that? That's when I put my put my dick and my balls all in your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> cat in a bathtub. It's because it's it's extremely difficult, <laughs> like getting a cat in a bathtub. <laughs> I'm gonna dress an octopus. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm like I'm like you're you're never gonna be able to do anything that you want to do with your life yeah. if you don't do something different. Yeah. And he's like, oh, but what if I miss a paycheck? I'm like, man. You can struggle now and make, barely make a paycheck. I'm like, or you can fucking miss a paycheck and then, you know, make all kinds of money after that yeah. because you're working hard. And uh, he's like, all right, I'll call you later. He didn't call me, so I called him. And I'm like, I already have an interview set up for you. Kick ass. Good for you. And he's like, uh, all right, I got to call you in a little bit. And what's going to happen is I'm going to call him again tomorrow and I'm going to get him to quit his job. I hope so. I will. I'm sick of this shit. It's not my nurse uncle because he's he makes good money as a nurse. He yeah. was smart enough to go to school. Yeah, no nurses nurses make decent money. Well, he just got promoted to a supervisor. Ooh, yeah. very cool. Good on him. Yeah, so he's a supervisor nurse, whatever the fuck that means, a shift coordinator or something. I don't it, look. He is the prettiest lady there, is what I basically learned. Wow, I, that's I hardcore. Give, oh, we give each other so much shit. He's like, you're long hair, you sissy, and I'm like, you're a fucking nurse. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You need to stop being such a hateful homophobe, Chris. Oh, is he gay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So... The, the, we've we've basically been derailed for a good part of this episode. Sure, we have. We talked, but we but we talked about important relationship stuff like don't dip your pen in company ink, and don't donkey punch your wife. And, and sometimes it's okay to buy a nice car. Yeah, and you know if Goatsy wants to do cat in a bathtub, it's pretty easy because that thing's blown out. Do it. Yeah, you just you I mean you could I could put everyone's balls in goatsy. <laughs> so do you have any words of wisdom for the dear listeners? Um you know don't don't listen to this show. God damn. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I, you know, I don't. I hadn't. I hadn't considered that it was my turn for words of wisdom. I did. I did last week. Yeah, you you've done the last several weeks. the the point The point is is that you, vacations are about managed expectations. Don't don't go into the vacation thinking that it's going to be perfect. But you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. And I know that's a cliche, but it's true, particularly when you're taking a trip. You know, you especially want especially if a dude planned it. Yeah, you want you want to you want to be organized, you want to be prepared, you want to have some activities selected, and you want to have an idea about what your budget's gonna be for that for that vacation. Well, you're very brilliant. Now I'm uh, I'm made of uh, cocaine and lies. You've never even done cocaine. God, it's on my it's on my bucket list. Cocaine is on my bucket. Oh shit! Illinois just uh, the governor just signed the legalization of recreational marijuana bill. So yeah. I believe it's going to be January of next year. I'll be able to drive to Illinois and buy weed, which is 20 minutes from here. Yeah, yeah, super close. Uh, that's. Do you get in trouble for bringing it across state lines? I think you do. It's I it's, so it's decriminalized here. So as yes. long as it's an under five grams, right, you're fine. So you can get, I believe, half an ounce. I believe what I heard on the radio today was if you are, if you can get an ounce, if you're a resident of the state of Illinois, or half an ounce if you are not a resident of the state of Illinois. They expect somebody to smoke that much weed before they leave. They're like, "You better smoke this shit fast." Like, no, 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 you no. Get across state lines. No, just and and so then you'll get pulled over by the police. But the thing is, is that I don't believe that, especially with marijuana being decriminalized and us, you know, having us working toward uh, national legalization. Well, no. What I was going to say is, in the state of Missouri, simply working toward. Uh, uh, medical marijuana. I, I don't think that it's going to be an issue. Maybe initially they'll pull people over and check, but if you're driving the speed limit, they have absolutely no reason to stop you. So don't if you don't give them a reason for a probable cause, then you should be absolutely fine. And if you're driving the speed limit and they pull you over, they need a warrant to search your automobile. You know, the thing is, is that... In, and this in, is assuming your plates are legal and yeah. you're not swerving all over the place. Yeah, and, no, yeah. it's exactly right. It's, it, it, that's exactly right. It, as long as you're not riding dirty and you're not violating the traffic laws, you should be absolutely fine. And if they do pull you over and you know that you're not riding dirty and you know that you're not speeding, you need to have the testicular fortitude of wasting time and saying you get a warrant. If you want to see, if you want to look in my trunk and you want to look in the rest of my car, you need a warrant. You that can is... also request your attorney at that point. Yeah, and they have to wait until your attorney is there yeah. to question you. Fun fact. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think that that's going to be an issue. I think that there, I think if anything, what it's going to do is put further pressure on the state of Missouri to legalize recreational use. Well, the first national bill to uh decriminalize marijuana actually was like proposed recently hmm. which is interesting um i'm not a pot smoker i don't like it i'm not a marijuana advocate i think it's interesting though yeah i am i am a marijuana advocate um i i'm a i'm not only am i a fan of marijuana but more importantly 
I think that there is a great hypocrisy in that alcohol is legal and marijuana is not. Now, we can go drug by drug, but I just had an edible on Sunday evening this week, went over to my friend's house. We had some board games. I had a terrible hangover. And, and honestly, I was like, man, I feel like shit. Do you have any, you have any weed? And he's like, I've got some edibles. And I had, uh, you know, I had a, a gummy and man, felt great. You know, what's funny is on entertain the geeky, uh, the last couple times we've got together, um, Jason is talking about being high on the show and stuff like that. Oh, wow. I didn't know he's open about it actually on the mics. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's one of those things that's like out there now and we'll, it, we have always been willing to talk about weed yeah. or drinking or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it It's one of the things, like, if I'm going to be on a show, I want it to be open and honest and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, Jason's biggest thing was he's like, well, I don't want this to be a deterrent, and I don't want it to negatively impact my, you know, life outside of the show. And now he's like, you know what, man? I work hard when I go to work. I do this, that, and the other. Um, I work hard for the show. Like, if somebody doesn't like that i smoke weed they probably shouldn't be listening and i'm yeah. like yeah fuck them so well and and, and that's the, you know we, we we live in this society today that that not only do i have to appreciate the content that you produce but i also must agree with you morally ethically and politically and if I disagree with you, it's not enough that I change the channel. I must destroy you. I must destroy you. I must destroy your ability to make a living no, and feed fucked. your children. It's it's horrible. No, it's such a joke. Yeah, if you don't like it, fuck off and change the channel. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, our listenership, because our recording hasn't been as consistent as it once was, so like our listenership has dipped a little bit, but... Um, there's a level of consistency that that show is your dog literally your dog literally just pulled a picture off of the refrigerator he's a cunt and is absconding and is absconding with it into your bedroom so if you're still listening chris is run off into his bedroom waking up his wife here he comes did you get the picture chris did it, you get so it back it was, it was stickers uh it was a sticker hey, pack that the kids had stuck to the hey. fridge Oh, look how happy he is. Yeah, dear listeners, don't be a judgy cunt. That dog is almost pugly. He is. All right, let us know what you think about, you know, anniversaries. How do you plan a trip? Do you plan a trip? What do you guys do on your anniversaries? Let us know. Like, comment, share, all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs>